downloaded and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 11th, 2020 to hit the internets, most likely for you, uh, yeah, you, uh, on August 12th, 2020. Um, you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Google, Google Play, maybe, I don't know. Does anyone actually use Google Play? For as successful as Google is to be one of these upper echelon tech companies that makes the stock market go, I've never met anyone that says, oh yeah, I get all my podcasts from Google Play. Never. Uh, Podbean, FM Player, uh, I don't know, whatever. I was going to say something funny, but I couldn't think of anything. Shocking, huh, on this podcast? And follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and PodcastRTB. Uh, so yeah, August 12th, it was 26 years ago today, if you're listening on August 12th, that is, that Major League Baseball ruined my 14th birthday. I was going to go on August 13th, that being my birthday. And I mean, any birthday at the stadium is a birthday that anyone wants to see. It doesn't make any sense. But I went there and it was, I guess I was going to have this. My parents, I probably told this on the podcast. You run out of stories after all this time. I was going to have my name up there on, on the Jumbotron. Happy birthday, Brian. You know, Bob Shepard with his, his stoic, godly voice. Which, by the way, Joe Biden hates God. We know that. We know that now. I assumed it. We know it now for sure. It's documented. But it was it was going to be said to me. It was going to be you know, and then the crowd. Hopefully, they, they, the crowd only really reacts when it's like you know, uh, Janice, will you marry me, Billy? And people are like, don't do it, <laughs> clink beers, and you know, it's good good old time. Uh, so probably wouldn't have got much reaction from the crowd. But that's when baseball decided the day before on August twelfth, nineteen ninety four, they decided to strike and ruin my fourteenth birthday forever. Because as you know, as the old adage says, you never get a second 14th birthday. My parents have been telling me that since the age of five years old. I can guarantee you that. Uh, speaking of my parents, my mother, and maybe she's listening to this, maybe she isn't. I mean, she's a gracious, wonderful woman. And uh, she's, but listen, my parents have definitely entertained the idea of leaving Connecticut for a long time. Uh, they spend a decent amount of their, or at one time, spent a decent amount of their time in Florida. In fact, lived there for a while. So there's always talk about selling the house, selling the house, selling the house. It's definitely a topic of conversation in the Buckley Manor. And uh, it's a manor indeed. Lack of, that is. Uh, but definitely talked about, so Brian, get your shit out of here in a not so pleasant way, perhaps sometimes. Get your shit out, get your shit out, get your shit out. What are you going to do with all this shit? When is a shit leave? I don't know what to do with this shit. Get the shit out. So my mom decided that she wanted to uh, cleanse her home of lots of little pieces of paper called baseball cards. So I got eight boxes sent across the great USA full of my basically worthless baseball cards. Remember baseball cards, honestly, though? Like if you're of my age, by the way, uh, like I mentioned my birthday, which will be Whatever, you can go online and probably find my birthday, so I don't even care. It's August 13th. I don't even give a shit. You look up my name. They probably have everything. If you pay a dollar, you probably, I don't know, get to see what shoe size I'm wearing and the last beer I drank. Which, by the way, is a New Belgium. New Belgium. Now, is New Belgium around here? I feel like it's not. New Belgium, Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. Okay, so they're expanding. They're certainly expanding. All right. Uh, this is a tall boy here. 7.5% Voodoo Ranger. Juicy Haze IPA. Now, I just had a beer before. I'm another tall boy. 
because yeah, I'm not I'm not going to work tomorrow, so I don't care. Doing a little something for my birthday. Uh, let's see here. Let's 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 give it a taste, huh? I mean, you taste the 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 haziness, the IPA element of it, but there's not a lot going on after that. Uh, it's okay. Three point five. Three point five. One sip. Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> oh, he's such a genius. He's awesome. Uh, what am I talking about? So, the uh, baseball cards. If you're of my age, and yes, uh, I'll deviate again here. August thirteenth, and yeah, it, folks, it's the big one. I don't want to say it. It's the big one. It's the one that some of you are listening to and saying, I had a guy come here yesterday. I heard bees in the wall, which, I mean, when it rains, it pours, right? I mean, that's what you want to hear when you have a new house. Hey, so, hey, honey, sounds like bees in the wall. Uh, it wasn't bees, but apparently there were wasps coming in some way. And uh, I don't know, some guy gave me the entire lifespan of wasps. And I went with it just because I was so bored. I was just like, oh, yeah, wow, yeah, show, show me more pictures, dude. You can't even work your you know, Microsoft phone that you have. Uh, but he just said, oh, I'd love to be your age again. So there's probably, because he was deaf and couldn't actually hear the buzzing in the wall. He had to put his, you know, in like shows when someone's trying to listen through through a door and they put the cup up there, he had to put his ear up against the wall. He's like, you got good hearing. You got, what are you, 30 something? I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he said, oh, I wish I was that age. And I know some of you are listening way younger and saying, damn, I didn't realize Brian was so old or getting old. And I've said this before. It's going to creep up on you. It's going to happen when you least expect it. I mean, you're not going to wake up one day and a bunch of calendars have gone by. But what I'm saying is, let's say about 27, 28, 29, things start moving quicker. They really do. That's when it just goes into like a warp speed where you're just like, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. What's happening here? Hey, 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 hey. Nice shooting, Tex. What, what was that? What is that from? <laughs> That's from some movie. Oh, go! It's, it's like Ghostbusters. Whoa, 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 whoa! Nice shooting, Tex. The flowers are still standing. Uh, but yeah, uh, so the baseball cards. So let's get back to that. You know, in our age, people around my age thought, you know, we we're going to buy our houses with that. We're going to pay for weddings. We're going to pay off student loans. All that, shit. that shit is worthless. I have put cards on there. And now, granted, uh, I, I threw some random cards on eBay. Players don't even know who they are. And uh, that got no play. I've sold two cards out of 30 auctions. And those two cards went for 99 cents and $1.25. So, I mean, listen, I'm making big money. And, you know, I think eventually by the year 7,000, I'll be able to buy like a tenth of the share of Amazon with this money. Uh, no, no, with the, with the way Amazon's going, there's no way. It's not going to be able to keep up with inflation in terms of that. So, uh, not inflation, but you know what I mean. Uh, acceleration in terms of the stock. But... I am now, I now have the uh, difficult task of what to do with these cards. These cards are taking up lots of space in my garage, and I do not have a big garage because I live in California, where things are, it's a big state, but uh, the property you get, unless you have a buku cash, you are, uh, you have the, eh, you got the size, not the size of a matchstick, but uh, things are a little smaller, put it that way. There aren't, there are any sprawling hills in my backyard. There is a, like I said, about the size of two parking spaces, uh, maybe. So it's very interesting, though, to see, you know, all these cards, I have them in all the plastic, you know, I got this, oh, I got a Shaq rookie, got Alonzo Mourning, oh, look at this, Bernie Williams rookie, Ken Griffey Jr., upper deck, number 189, oh, yes, the first card ever made, this is going to make me so much, I think I bought that for 40 bucks, like, back then, and now it's worth, like, 10, 
well, you got to get it graded. I am not going to pay more money to get something graded that no one's going to buy in the first place. So that is my life right now. What do I do with these cards? I don't know. I don't know what to do. Thank you, mother. So Kamala Harris is the vice president running mate of Joe Biden, which, you know, my initial response is I'm not a Kamala Harris fan. I feel like she's the, the ultimate moderate phony. Um, but I don't think I'm being very edgy when I say that, wow, Brian, a politician's a phony. Oh, this, this is why this podcast gets the big bucks. Uh, a politician, a senator from California is a phony. Holy shit. But, uh, you know, I, I see the Trump ad and we'll, we'll play this here. <laughs> I'm sure again, everyone on Twitter has probably seen it and everything, but I do, I do want to play it. Uh, it's not necessarily accurate, but, uh, it is funny. Just because I love a good political smear ad, regardless of who it is. It's just with the evil voice and the music. It's just like, look what they're going to do. They're going to eat your children in front of you and spit out their bones. Kamala Harris ran for president by rushing to the radical left, embracing Bernie's plan for socialized medicine, calling for trillions in new taxes, attacking Joe Biden for racist policies. Voters rejected Harris. They smartly spotted a phony, <laughs> but not Joe Biden. He's not that smart. <laughs> Biden calls himself a transition candidate. He is handing over the reins to Kamala while they jointly embrace the radical left. Slow Joe and phony Kamala. Perfect together. Wrong for America. Now, I mean, in reality, okay, 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 we don't need to hear it again. In reality, Kamala Harris is far from anything radical left. She is probably the most moderate uh, vice president that Joe Biden could have picked. So it does make sense that he picked her. I mean... And it's, it's ironic in the sense that she was maybe tough on crime in a sense is a detriment to is to, to liberals while it is a strong suit with uh, Republicans in a sense. She uh, – listen, she's, she's got skeletons. They all do. And she, she has uh, a few things in her past that she slept her way to the past. Oh, so it's all right when a man does it but not a woman? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's exactly what I'm saying because you know what this podcast has always been about and will continue to be about? It's toxic masculinity and get it right. I'm saying all this as I'm like watching this couple like right in front of me. These like delivery guys, delivery, not delivery, but like mobile servicemen for bikes. Enough of this fucking place and bikes, bikes, bikes. Enough. You can't get away from bikes here. Everyone's got to have a bike. If you don't slow down, you know, you go to get to the stop sign, you peek out a little more because you have to get on the street and you don't want to get, I don't know, blindsided. And, you know, a, a, a biker coming that other way thinks that, like, you're going to slam into them. So they just, like, stare you down. It's just like, hey, asshole, I'm not going to hit you, but I'd like to see if I'm going to get into a car accident. The world does not revolve around your 10 speed. Where did any of that come from? Uh, but Kamala Harris, that that's... uh. And all these people, oh, Pence is so scared of a, oh, of a debate. First of all, people, it's one debate that no one will ever remember. And second of all, if you're a professional, professional? Yeah, professional politician at this stage and you are afraid of anyone on a debate stage, you shouldn't be in politics in the first place. So I doubt Mike Pence. Mike Pence could lay a, a shit a, a – would he shit a golden egg? Would that be a good – no, that would be a bad thing. He could shit a not-so-golden egg and it wouldn't matter. Like stop with this like – that anyone cares about this vice presidential debate. It's going to be slay queen stuff from, from Kamala. That's why she was picked. Listen, she is attractive. She is, an, she is a sassy black woman. And she is definitely meme worthy for the internet. That, 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 that she fits all the check boxes there. All of them. 
I say I don't love it, but at the same time, who am I going to get? Who, who, who would who would have been better? Elizabeth Warren. Nobody likes Elizabeth Warren. I don't care how you know about her policies and 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 how well she 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 defends them and whatnot. She is not liked. She's not even liked her own state. So cut cut the crap. And Stacey Abrams. I'm glad they didn't do that because I mean that was radical left stuff. We are, that is that was absolutely you know uh, identity politics. We're going to take this black woman who has been definitely immersed in the Georgia politics scene, but in the biggest you know race of her life, she lost. I mean, and, oh, but it was it was ballot suppression, voter suppression. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, great, great. I'll remember that. Yeah, wonderful. They probably made the right call. I'm just not a big Kamala Harris fan because she is a phony. If there's anything right about that ad that I just played before, she is a phony. I mean, she called Biden a racist. Now, now she's running. I said this on Twitter. This is my favorite part uh, of the campaign where people, uh, the, the chosen VP and the chosen you know, uh, presidential nominee, and they come together and they used to hate each other. They used to they, – they despised each other. The other one was going to ruin the country for you, your children, grandchildren, and any offspring going forward uh, of those children, not of you because that would be you, – you get what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden, the other one wins and the other one other one accepts the nomination. The other one picks the other one and then all of a sudden, they're in love. It's, 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 like, a, it's like a true romance. It's, it's amazing. Oh, God. Ugh. I mean, and it goes for either party too. I mean, listen, Kamala Harris said Joe Biden's a racist. Racist. She also said that you know Joe Biden. She believes all of the accusers of sexual assault and sexual harassment of Joe Biden. And now we're friends. So forget all that stuff. I mean, that's over. You know, all these people that thought Trump was was just the most disgusting human being to ever walk the planet, and now they're just like, yes, sir. May I have another? Or Michelle Obama completely dumping on Hillary Clinton for. For not even for, for Bill cheating on her. Oh, Brian, that never happened. Oh, really? One of the things, the important aspects of this race is role modeling what good families should look like. And my view is that if you can't run your own house, you certainly can't run the White House. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> so that shit happens. It happens, man. It, I mean, and again, who can forget when Ted Cruz said this about Donald Trump? I mean, can you get any lower than this? This man is a pathological liar. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, but then they're best friends. That's just this whole game. I don't care if you love Donald Trump or you despise Donald Trump. All these people. He's just the he's just the, the most unstable of all these disgusting human beings. Oh, I'm with someone. How could you ever give money to these people? You should be ashamed of yourself. Unless you have ulterior motives and you know these people, they're going to do something for you. You know what I mean? Like, if, you know, basically backdoor handshakes and all that shit. If you give money to these people and you're just an average schlub, you should be ashamed of yourself. And you should probably get in a boat and put a hole in it and drown. Okay, that's wasn't funny, nor was it even appropriate. I'm sorry. Ah, excuse me. Anyways, so uh, that's that. So we got that to look forward to. The field is set. We have our final four. Uh, we're not going to get down to a final two, so it's not really the same thing. But speaking of college, so college football is 
is is dying. Uh, it's definitely in its last uh, breaths. When you see the SEC go down, that's when you know it's going to be over. So it'll be interesting to see if it's just the SEC and you know select conferences playing because uh, Pac-10 is out now, Big Ten is out. Um, and and I said this on Twitter. I said this. I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast before too. I don't know how they're going to play any college sports. I mean, you could. I guess you could kind of make the argument in the sense that if we were all going to be uh, not we, Brian, you're not in college anymore. Remember we talked about the birthday. If they were going to be not on campus and doing distance learning, at least you could make the argument and say, all right, these guys are going and gals uh, are going to be isolated even more so because they're student athletes. But if there are people on campus, you have students on campus. I mean, the idea that they would fraternize at all could ruin the entire season. I mean, that that's that's what it is. Um, maybe this is too rash what they're doing, but if we're going to keep going with the standard of practice when it comes to social distancing and the way that we live this world right now on August 11th, 2020, there's no way you can have a college football season. There's no way you can have a college basketball season. College sports is even more difficult than the NBA. It's somebody on Twitter saying it was easier. I don't understand how. You can isolate those guys and you don't have to have them involved in anything. At least with college, you do have to give the idea and you can't have all the schools in the country under one place. It doesn't work that way. There's a certain amount of NBA teams. There's what, 30, 32 teams? There's how many division one? There's hundreds. I mean, it, it just doesn't work. So uh, it's going to be interesting. They're going to some are going to push it forward to spring. Some have canceled it in general. I mean, that, that sucks for kids. I get it, man. You work your whole life, senior year. You know, this is the big year. I'm going to break out. I'm going to go to the NBA, go to the NFL, and show on to a diva asshole I am. I mean, this is the year that that stuff is born and rooted. And you got to get moving. You got to get the, you got to get that Instagram game up. You got you got to you got to do your dances in, in in front of the student body. I mean, and now. Now what are you left to? You're left to Instagramming, mess- you know, messaging people on Instagram trying to hook up. I mean, God, these guys don't have it. It's rough. I mean, if you're not playing football, are you really an athlete? Do I really want to be with him? He's not, he's not a football player. But he's on the team. Yeah, but he didn't play. I mean, you know, whatever. Let's see what the biology majors are doing. Because that's how it happens, right? Definitely. I'm pretty sure it's how it happens. But whatever. I'm still la- – I do love that ad, though. That that Trump-Biden ad. That <laughs> He's not that smart. The Biden, uh, I don't, it's, it's going to be must-see TV. The Biden-Trump debate. I mean, oh, God. You know, I don't like Trump, but he is he is going to just play uh, Biden like a fiddle. Because anytime, this is, this is what you're going to do, because Trump has no shame. The guy doesn't have a soul. So what he'll do is anytime Biden just slips up, He's going to be like, oh, okay, Joe, okay, Joe, 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 excuse me, Joe, do you know where you are right now? Do you, do you know where you are? Do you, do you know what you're doing? Do you know you're debating right now? Do you know you're running for president? What day is it, Joe? What day is it? What's your birthday? Like things that he will do that sort of stuff. He will read a cognitive test to him. I could see him bringing that out with him. Just be like, oh, actually, what I have here is, okay, so if a train's leaving Flagstaff at 1235 and another train's leaving Philadelphia at 145, what do you think, Joe? Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> Get ready. For- Joe, Joe. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself just saying Joe over it again. Joe, Joe, Joe. Excuse me. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Joe. Um, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's see. So, we got baseballs in full swing. It seems like it's kind of quieted down with the COVID stuff. It looks like the Marlins. Um, Definitely seem to get it under control a little bit. Jeter, Derek Jeter, the captain, uh, if you will, uh, as we as we know, is a complete just jackass. 
Uh, his his yeah. You know, the idea that uh, we don't want to blame the Marlins for you know being completely irresponsible, and that we should be asking about their well being. And uh, s- s- don't tell me what I should do and not do, Derek Jeter. All right. Uh, but he, this is, I'll play this video. I think it's like 40 seconds. I know. I wish I could speed it up, but it's kind of not cut that way. Uh, where the hell is it? Maybe I didn't put it on here. Shit. He's just such a jackass. He's just such a smug jerk. And he always has been. Like, it's not anything new. Um, here it is. I am, I'm hoping that the first first question today is about the uh, health of our players who Oh, of course, Derek. Derek, you you really you dictate the, the the press conference. Go ahead. To not read anything about that, um, or see many signs of empathy for what they're they're going through. Right. Instead, right. The guys uh, that broke the rules. You know, we right. continue to hear and read about um, rumors about our players' actions. No, well, they weren't rumors. Um, we'll go ahead they and happened. start it off with uh, Jess Blaylock. Derek, first off, thank you for taking the time to do this. You, uh, you mentioned the players' health. What kind of update? Can you give us about the players who have tested positive and how they are doing at this point? Yeah, well, thanks for asking. And you didn't have much of a choice after I said that, but thanks it's for like, asking. Oh, what a smug, just piece of garbage. You know, I, I come on this podcast and I've done it for how long and how many times have I ripped Alex Rodriguez? Listen, Alex Rodriguez, some people are fooled by it. And I think those people are low IQ individuals, but a lot of people are fooled by this nice guy persona from Derek Jeter. And he did that smug shit with the media in New York too, but it was playful because he was getting the big hits and he was, he was, you know, refusing to move to third base and, uh, you know, just staring A-Rod down when he tried, you know, just stuff like that, you know, just a, a smug kind of thing that people I kind of think overlook because he was a captain. He did the big, he got the big hits. He, he came through. The guy was clutch. I mean, don't, I don't want to hear this defensive metrics crap. The guy was clutch. Oh, what about his world series war? at UBC? but shut up. But shit like that, man, my God. But the Marlins are actually doing well, even though they're like seven games, you know, they have to make up all these games. If this is weird, this, this seven inning double header stuff. And uh, it seems like, again, it seems like everything after the Marlins, after the Cardinals had a little breakout too, that uh, the life, life is getting back to normal a bit in major league baseball in terms of COVID stuff. Uh, it's still weird. It's still weird watching games with no fans there. It's still just an odd dynamic. You don't, especially listening on the radio with the places that don't have the crowd noise, excuse me. They don't know how to, I know I can't tell if it's a, uh, What's going on? You don't you don't know if they're playing in New York or they playing in Atlanta. I mean, right now the Yankees are dominating, which obviously I think the mere presence of Clint Frazier uh, marks dominance. Um, ugh, God, look at one of my neighbors. Uh, Let's see what the score is. Oh, it's eight three now. Who's pitching today? Montgomery. Well, he hasn't pitched in like three years, so I got to give it to him, right? Uh, oh, they brought in Talkman for Judge, and they didn't bring in Frazier. <sighs> I don't even have a problem with Clint Frazier. I th- well, I, I do. I, I think he's kind of a cocky jackass and he hasn't done anything. But these people that worship him, the Yankees' bullpen could fail. And they're just like, bring up Clint Frazier and just post that gif nonstop of him like looking up slowly with his red hair. Man, I am not rooting against that guy, but I hate to break it to people that he is not the savior. And if they do anything, well, this probably isn't the year to actually showcase. Is that the year to showcase him? We can't trade him. There's no trade deadline or anything right now, right? I mean, it's August 11th. Can't trade anybody. I don't. I don't I actually, I don't know that. Can you trade people? 
I feel like that hasn't been discussed. Maybe it has, and I, I know maybe I missed those negotiations between Tony Clark and Rob Manfred. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so sick of Frazier. I'm, I'm, I, uh, and I know I sound like the grumpy old man on Twitter whining about Clint Frazier. And I know, listen, and, I, and I'll, 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 I'll admit it. He hasn't been given a fair shot. He's played sporadically. He hasn't played consistently. He's also not put up consistent numbers either. He's a terrible defender. Now, maybe this this spot emerges for him. Who's playing? Who's DH tonight? I think Ford, right? Well, he's got he's got two RBIs. He's got a. Uh, he's got to get that average up. One ninety one, six thirty one uh, OPS. What is Glaber's OPS? We keep hearing about how many. Glaber. Four sixty four. Jesus Christ. Judge, Judge and Lemayhew and Voight and Urshela. <laughs> you know what I like about Urshela? He's a happy fellow. Uh, yeah. So Stanton, obviously, he's gone. Which he played three weeks this year. I mean, he's not coming back. And I heard John say it the other day. John Sterling, that is, just say, you know, Susan, is it me? Maybe I'm not sure about this, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about anything. We know that. Maybe Stanton's just a little too much muscle. I don't know, John. Maybe too much muscle. Hmm, not sure. Maybe that's why all these injuries are always happening. And I, I don't know. I don't know what they do in the weight room. I don't know. Well, John, they actually have a different, uh, you know, strengthening, uh, you know, team this year, and they've been working on other stuff. When it comes to that, more flexibility, more tone stuff. Well, that's good. That's good. That's that's a good thing because uh, I feel that this is very hard to concentrate with these people riding their bikes around. You're too old to ride bikes. Do not do that. Um, I shouldn't say that. They're nice people. I talked to them once. They're very nice. Why are they riding bikes in front of me? It's very distracting. Should close the blinds like some sort of shut-in so I don't have to look at them. Bunch of turkeys out here before. But yes, yeah, stands off three to four weeks. He's uh, coming back. Uh, never. If he's back by 2021 opening day, that's a good thing. I will be happy with that. I don't foresee that happening, though. Um, man, he is going to... That, that is just going to be the worst thing in the world for the next, what, seven, eight, nine years. It's Right now, he's still somewhat productive when he plays. God, I'm telling you, this is going to be terrible with Gian, an old Giancarlo Stanton who is injured when he sneezes. That is going to be Awful! Awful! What else do I need to talk about? Oh, so yeah, we're going away for my birthday. I mentioned that, right? Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to Pacifica, which is a bit south of San Francisco. So if you want to get your Google Maps out, just go down from San Francisco on Route 1, which hugs the coast, and you'll get to Pacifica. Uh, we're staying in a little place, overlooks the ocean, real romantic. So that's the kind of guy I am. Actually, my wife picked it up, but, uh, you know, still. I mean, the last time I was in Pacifica, I saw some sort of hobo man uh, beating a hobo woman. And, uh, yeah, uh, I said, is that happening? And uh, before I got up and obviously took care of the situation, some other people went over there. He was dressed like Mad Max. Uh, it was a very odd situation. But uh, hopefully the you know conditions are a bit better this time. I don't really want to have to break up any domestic violence uh, situations. I want to just relax, drink beer, um you know, I don't know, mention the same things I always do to my wife, you know, all she gets bored, annoyed, contemplates divorce, things like that. Uh, so just the norm. Uh, yeah, so that we're doing that for a few days. Come back. Um, I don't know, just keep keep continuing to put this house together. We did a little painting this week. Yeah. Little Brian doing some painting, huh? <laughs> yeah, look at this guy over here. 
See how he did some painting. It's uh, thought it would be a little lighter blue, but it's turned out to be like a North Carolina blue. But uh, yeah, that's uh, again starting to put the house together. Um, is what it is. West Sacramento proud. You know what I'm saying? Uh, is there anything else to discuss? I mean, I mean, in reality, oh, we'll stick with baseball just for one second. I said this on Twitter too. You know, everyone talks about Sonny Gray having this great this this great end of the season last year and this great beginning of the season. Here. I'm just so happy for Sonny Gray. I'm so so happy. Why are you happy for him? Do you know him? Like who? Why? Why are you happy for him? He's a guy who who whined when he was here that the pitching coaches made him throw pitches, and maybe they did. But at the same time, I didn't see anyone else complaining about it. I didn't see when anyone else's numbers as disgusting as his were. And him smiling after he gives up a bunch of home runs and like you know being taken out in the second inning. Oh yeah, I hope he's doing great. Great guy. He's in Cincinnati where no one gives a shit about anything he does for the rest of his career. Who cares? I'm really happy for Sonny Gray, but you're really happy for a lot of stuff that don't matter to you, huh? Who cares? I'm not happy for him. I'm not. Am I Am I angry that he's doing well? No, but like I don't sit there and like I see him like walk off the mound after like a seven inning like gem and like fold my arms and just tilt my head and smile and go, you know, good for him. <laughs> good, good, good for him. <laughs> People are nuts. Bunch of eunuchs. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you're Unix, exactly. Because you like, you're, you're happy for another person doing well. Uh, is that all I got? Yeah, it might. Oh, I guess I guess I'd end it with this. That probably not. This is this is probably gonna be lackluster. I haven't heard any new details about this, or and it's happened so long ago. So I'm probably not a good of a storyteller when it comes to this. But I mentioned this last week, and someone said that I, I had not mentioned the entirety of it on the podcast. So I think the statute of limitations is over for this. So this is at my former job in Connecticut. Uh, I still won't say where it was, but it was a you know somewhat professional place. There were men's rooms and uh, women's rooms, which I know it's patriarchal society, but there were uh, two two bathrooms. And one day, um, I'm going to the men's room and I see the women's room with like yellow tape across the door, and I'm just like, oh well, they must be. Uh, must be cleaning it. That seems like quite a statement to make with it, like across the door as if, you know, there was a triple homicide. But uh, I didn't think much of it. And then like a crowd started to form. And then the rumors started. And then the, well, we'll go with the rumors first. So the rumors were that someone in the women's room shit all over the floor. Uh, and this was not like an accident, like, oh my God, I couldn't get there enough. Or, oh my God, now I need depends And I didn't know until today. It was a situation where it was all over the seat and then smeared on the walls like, uh, you know, uh, Picasso of cave paintings. Uh, so those are the rumors. I'm just like, oh, my God. And men are the gross ones, right? Am I right? Hey, yeah. There we go. Uh, so that happened. And then we get an email. We get an email about, you know, maybe a half hour later, just describing an incident and uh, that it was uncalled for and we don't need it. So really, you couldn't really confirm the rumors yet. There was a lot a lot of talk about the the, the, the shitter, as uh, the individual was known as. Uh, I had some people there that were accusing me of doing it. And I said, hey, can I have a, quite a pair on you for a man to go into the women's room? Do that. And then know they're going to get out in time. Also, you got to have quite the uh, guts to do that if you're a woman in the first place, too. You know, if you're coming in there and you're some sort of abstract artist, you go, oh, hi, 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 Laura, how are you? Just, 
just uh, putting some stuff on here. Just, yeah. Um, so, whatever. Obviously, there was an incident. People weren't happy. We moved on. I don't know. Maybe three months later. Happens again. Yeah. Happens again. And uh, the email from management, a little more graphic. It confirms what the rumors were that it was smeared all over the walls, all over the floor, all over the toilet seat. Again, big yellow paint across the door. Excuse me. Big yellow, you know, uh, what do you call it? The tape across the door. Same ordeal, crowd forming. Again, as if something, there were a chalk line of a body in there. This then happened, I'd say, maybe six months after that again. Again, another email, graphic. I mean, we weren't going... I say it's a professional place. It's the same place that we had several emails with people, you know, warning people to stop eating other people's lunches. And I'm not talking like stealing. Like I'm saying taking a few bites of them and leaving there. Yeah. Very, very professional place. Um, I'd say maybe it happened one more time. So it happened three or four times before I left there. Uh, but it did stop after I left because I kept in touch with a few people there and they are convinced it was me. Now I can tell you, I did not do this. I am not scatological. I am not uh, not a painter. So I think you put those two things together and it's not going to happen. But I just want you to remember next thing something next, next time something's going crazy at uh, your place. Remember that happened to my business of work, a professional place. I'd love to give the name, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think it's cool and I don't think it really helps me. But let's just say... Um, it's a needed service in society. So it's a governmental place. We'll put it that way. That's that's all I'm going to say. And that's the sort of stuff that happened. So next time your boss pisses you off or next time you think, you know, Susie from accounting is so unprofessional, just remember Susie from accounting most likely didn't smear shit all over the walls. Maybe she does at home, but she doesn't at work. All right, folks, that is uh, what we got this week. I thank all of you for listening. Oh, geez, the one thing I forgot, geez, and I, and I got to bring this up, is that, you know, I mentioned Joanna Cespedes. Oh, man. I hope it's not too bad. The kids are in trash and bag. Yeah, stupid truck. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, stupid text messages that are important. So, I mentioned Joanna Cespedes last week and how he decided that I'm going to just quit on the team. Kind of like Lou Gehrig did. Remember? Fucking guy just left. Loser. So, he pulled a Lou Gehrig. And, you know, he didn't even, well, at least Lou Gehrig left the team, no. Cespedes just picked up, picked up his shit and just said, I'm good. I actually did that at a job once. I uh, I was working at this restaurant and I was a busboy. And, uh, you know, it was like a fancy place. I had my little, you know, tuxedo stuff without without the, you know, the suit, but the tuxedo. Jeez, this guy's backing up. Does he know his kid's playing basketball? Okay. I guess he does. Brian, other people can handle it. They don't need your podcast, you know, uh, mother, you know, rearing from above in your in your bedroom. Um, but yeah, like I, I went there. I, I probably told this story too. Again, I, I've limited stories. But I get there and, and, you know, we do the whole night. And then the guy says, oh, yeah, you don't get tips the first night. And I was just like, what? I did this whole bullshit and I don't get tips the first night? No, no, not at all. So I was so angry. I went home. And then I just changed my clothes, put it in a bag, and I threw it on the front lawn of the restaurant. They, never, they didn't call me back. I think they got the point. Uh, but basically just quit on the team. 
And uh, we, we had to go with the whole idea, the notion that it was uh, it was COVID related. You know, cut the crap. You know, can, can we cut the shit? These guys didn't have a problem with COVID before they came on the team and uh, things aren't going their way. Now it's COVID related. Give me a break. It's a bunch of crap. We all know it. So the pitcher on the Mets is Marcus Stroman, who obviously played for the Blue Jays before and was traded there. Um, but middle of last season. And Stroman is – Stroman is – definitely got rabbit ears. Stroman is sensitive. He really didn't do much for the Mets. I mean, he listen, he pitched okay. He didn't pitch terrible. I don't have the numbers in front of me. But, I mean, he wasn't dreadful, but he wasn't like Cy Young. He didn't throw his, uh, a pitch this year. He had an injury. And then just decided recently that he's going to opt out too. Now, if I, I forgot to mention, Cespedes is gone for the, you know, he's done. He, he's electing to go into free agency as well. Stroman as well. So all these people, and he said the same thing. Oh, COVID. Oh, he's, he's, got, uh, he's got family members that, uh, you know, have uh, complicated medical histories. And I'm sure they do. But you made the decision to play in the first place, you jackass. That guy will now has plenty of time to go on Twitter and block everyone. Soft as baby shit, that guy. Soft. The best thing. Listen, that guy was going to be a problem. And I love that the Mets got destroyed the other day, 16 to 4. And uh, next day, they're, hey, everyone, check out tickets for 2021. And, or, yeah, in everyone's email box, which I'm sure goes great when Stroman's gone and Cespedes is gone. Syndergaard isn't pitching another pitch. And we're just getting blown out. And oh, by the way, uh, can you give us more money for maybe tickets that you can't actually come to? How did it work on season tickets this year? Did, you get, did people get a refund of some sort? I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, Stroman is another phony, like a complete, complete phony. And again, the media, because they don't want to piss off Cespedes or Marcus Stroman, like who gives a shit? But we're going to go with the whole idea of, oh, listen, you got to respect an athlete's decision to, you know, you know, remove themselves from a situation that's potentially dangerous to themselves and for their family because of COVID caught the crap. These, this, this is not a situation where they decided to in the beginning of the year. I have respect for those guys. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. These guys got hurt, saw that the writing on the wall that this season wasn't worth it, and just said, eh, oh, you know, COVID, eh, 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 peace. Get the fuck out of here. I hate that shit. Ugh. And, and again, I don't understand why we can't criticize them. Whatever, man. Whatever. He mentioned Deshaun Jackson last weekend too. And the A's coach, which like he threw up like a Heil Hitler thing, which I think was supposed to be like, oh, no contact touching and, you know, has his hand up in the air like that. And I was replicating this to my wife while we were walking on a trail the other day. I was like, yeah. And then the coach went like this and this lady comes by. She's like, excuse me. She's riding her bike by. I'm like, oh, that lady just saw me throw up the old Heil Hitler sign. Well, that's good. That's good. Definitely don't wear this clothing ensemble again because uh, you might get pegged as the old uh, DeFier Jr., right? But that guy. People wanted – media members wanted him thrown out of baseball because he did that. I didn't say a goddamn word about Deshaun Jackson. I went back in a few people's – I didn't want to do the whole, I'm going to screenshot everything. But I, I saw one person throw him out of the league. It's disgusting. He should be thrown out of baseball. I went back and looked on that media member, some media member from Canada. And I went and like see what they saw on Deshaun Jackson. And they were like – and they all – the only thing they ever said about Deshaun Jackson. So we're talking you know Nazi or you know anti-Semitic stuff was – Jamel Hill really nails it here about how athletes can change in tough situations. This one, including Deshaun Jackson. It's like, what, what, what am I missing? What, what, what is going on here? Like, what, what is happening? <laughs> you don't get it. No, no, no. No, I don't. You're right. 
I, I, please teach me, educate me. I'm dumb. Please make me smart. He's not smart. Joe Biden. <laughs> all right, people. So that's your podcast. I love all of you. What are you doing for my birthday? I mean, that's what I'd like to know. And so here's the thing. Podcast RTB, which has a whopping 11 followers. <laughs> I'm not expecting a ton of followers on there. I mean, obviously the last podcast, the last uh, account got uh, destroyed. That had 4,000 something, but that was like a follow for follow account. So it wasn't even really, you know, whatever. Uh, but this one, so I want to you to post on there something you're doing in your weekend for my birthday uh, and the spirit of RTB. And if you don't, I will just have to assume that, uh, I don't know, that maybe you're the shitter at my old job, you know? Maybe you side with Deshaun Jackson. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, this is just spitballing here. I mean, this is, this is just up to you. Or maybe, okay, that's enough. All right, people. I love you. Enjoy your weekend. Um, I'm so sick of COVID. I'm so sick of talking about it. I'm, so, you know, in, with all sensitivity to people who have died, who are sick, family members, people who have lost, uh, you know, housing, jobs, all that. With all that being said, I'm so bored of this. I'm so sick of it. I can't talk about it anymore. I can't live in this anymore. I want some sense of normalcy, something. I want to throw up my masks like a graduate, like mortar boards at a graduation. I, that, I just, I can't do this anymore. All right. So how's everyone doing? All right. I want you to enjoy your weekend. Uh, remember, listen to the show. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, iTunes, TuneIn Radio. Jesus, Brian. FM player, 7.5%. I thought it was a little more, huh? Uh, Podbean. Just just look up Red Ticket Blues. So you'll find somewhere to, to put on your uh, contraption. You follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at PodcastRTB. So, everyone, I always appreciate you listening. And uh, you guys are all great people. You guys and gals, all great people. Enjoy your weekend. Try to get through this. Positivity. Pos- just be positive, man. The virus will just go away. <laughs> With all that being said, I'm going to... Oh